she was a pretty girl and I was like 12. And I went home and wondered what she meant by it for five hours, you know. I thought quite a lot about what it meant that she said hello to me. And I looked at it from every freaking angle that was available to me, which aren't many. They're all self-centered, you know, because that's the format we're in. If you don't know it or not, you're in it. You're in a self-centered format, which is defined perfectly as the statement says, self-centered. So it's the idea of a self... The way I see it is this feeling of being, and it's a feeling, it's a sense. A sense of being a long-lasting, not forever, ever, but long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing, a body. The body is a very important part of it. So the thingness is the body. The recognition of the body becomes its flagpole, and then it's... raises its flag on that pole and says it's me. Yeah. I'm this I'm the body, but I'm so much beyond the body. Yeah. I, I'm seeing and I'm hearing and I'm feeling and I'm doing all the actions that the body is doing. And I'm seeing everything the body helps see, I'm seeing it. Yeah. So there's a large amount of claiming to have a lot to do with a lot of stuff we have nothing to do with. Just like you can see it if you look at the the experience of digestion. Very few people are going to believe or come to the conclusion that they're doing it, yeah? It's like, I mean, you just stuff your face and somehow or another it comes out the other end. Basically, you don't really know what happens and you're not sort of like, you're not spending much time on digestion, are you? Yeah? You spend time on eating and maybe you spend time on defecating but the, the, the processing of it, you don't spend any time on. The body does, but you don't. You're busy doing other things while the body is taking out the nutrients so that the body can keep going. So it would be insane if someone said, oh, hey, i got to take a break right now. i got to make it a shorter meeting. I forgot that pizza I had a couple hours ago. I, got, I mean, i got a big log, a backup log of shit I haven't digested yet. I can't add that pizza to it, so i got to go now. And everyone goes, ha, 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 ha. But you believe you're the thinker of the thoughts, which is a much subtler process of the body. The brain is part of the body. The brain can be taken out and looked at. It's a thing. Yeah? It's a brain. It's part of the body. That brain is doing the thinking, just like the colon and the stomach is doing the digesting. Yes? So reactions, things happen, stimuli occur to us because we have senses just like if you know you have the you buy like a, a fire alarm or a smoke detector and its sense is it's, it, it, it detects smoke or heat yeah that's sort of its sense and then it goes off well we have those five gates we see stuff we hear stuff we feel stuff we taste stuff we smell stuff and also we hear thoughts so there's six senses in a way buddhism says the six senses hearing thoughts yeah? So those are our senses, and they, they inform the body that there's something going on, seemingly. Yeah? And then, what happens is the body does what? The brain thinks about it. Yeah? Tries to make sense out of it. Tries to say, alright, this happened to me, and I didn't want it happen to me. Or, this happened to me, and I want more of that to happen to me. So it starts having hatred for things, and then desiring for things, and so on and so forth with actually very little for you to have involved in it, except you're believing that you're the, the supervisor or the doer of the thoughts. But in fact, if you're doing the thoughts, stop doing it. Yeah. 
If you're doing them, stop doing them. If they're yours, why can't you corral them? Why don't they uh, uh, obey when you call? Like, stop that. Do they ever? When you said, all right, I've thought enough about this topic. Let's get on with it. Does it really take your cue? I go, okay, sure. I'm here. Wait, I'm at beck and call when you need me to think about something again. I'll be, I'll be right here. But no, no, it's fine. I went over it. I figured out there's nothing I can do, so I should just put it down. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm here just in case you need any advice if that was the right move or, you know. No, 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 don't worry. Or what it's going to mean to you. No, no. It's okay. Let's move on. I don't really need the thought. But does it obey you? Hmm? So really, your idea of being the doer of it and the owner of it is pretty suspect already in your own experience. In your own experience, when have you really stopped thinking? When have you really been able to say, it's enough, and then it being enough to the thought system? It's almost as if it's gone wild or it's not under your jurisdiction, because it isn't under your jurisdiction. You're a thought. The feeling of being you is a thought. You didn't have it when you were a baby. And a lot of people at the end of, at their end of their life, or even before in the Alzheimer's, they've lost the sense of self, and they're having plenty of thoughts. Yeah? But there's no sense of self claiming to be the thinker. But they're having tons of thoughts still. You think the brain stops in Alzheimer's? There's just something that happens is you don't remember who you are. You know? So you lose track of things. Because you don't have your little organizer. You don't have your little reference point of being a someone. Yeah. So, if you look like, if you're in recovery, I don't know if you are or not, but everyone's recovering from something. It's just, obviously, there's huge businesses based on it. People are kind of trying to recover from being too heavy. Other people are trying to recover from whatever, you know, tons and tons and tons of them. But in recovery, it says, hey, the problem centers in the mind. Yeah, it's pretty good, a pretty good pointer. So you can forget about it being them, you know, <laughs> the family, the cops, you know, no. It, actually, the problem centers in the mind. So I wouldn't look at the elbow for any answers, but I would, let's say, okay, so what's the problem? What's causing me disruption or disease right now? Yeah? Some of my physical conditions could be, but what's going to exasperate that is thoughts about it, because the thoughts are going to say, hey, this is going to last for fucking ever. Yeah? So maybe there's a passing feeling of discomfort that's lifespan, maybe 20 minutes, but as soon as the thoughts have it, they make it into something, hey, this is the beginning of a lifelong depression. So it produces an effect on what it's claimed. Yeah? So, if you think the thoughts are yours, then you, by owning the thoughts, the thoughts now own you. Yeah? They can ruin your day, which they have, haven't they? Many dates have been ruined by thoughts. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's, it's impossible this lady likes me. Well, there you fucking go. <laughs> you just blew it. You know what I mean? She was all happy and open, but no, I don't have right, I can't enter that gate. You know? I just don't deserve it. This is what happens. They just tells us what we, what's, what we got coming and what they got coming. 
you do something you love, and I hope every one of us has a passion, I'm sure we do, or maybe multiple passions, but if you have something that you didn't work at, you just have a love for, and you fell into it, and you find, oh, I love, you know, fucking rock climbing or something, or, you know, to me, surfing and stuff. Well, when you're in the water or you're on that rock face, you're not really paying much attention to the thoughts, yeah? You're engaged in what's going on. The thoughts have receded. Not that they're not available, it's just your interest and attention is in beckoning them, yeah? Because you're engaged with life. But a lot of the time in life, we're not really engaged with life. We're engaged with an interpretation about life, yeah? So your head's telling you how the day's going to go even before you got, get up out of bed. It tells you how it went when you get home. It tells you what they're like, what you're like, what they're going to be like, what you're going to be like. It basically writes a fucking script for you so you can just sort of give up the living, you know? Okay, I'll just take the story and follow the script. Yeah. So if the script is, I'm not lovable, a lot of love opportunities will come, you won't even fucking see them. Yeah, you won't even see that someone likes you, because you're so rock-solid sure about your belief that you're unlikable, it's, it deters every other possibility that life wants to offer to you. But you go, hey, I, hey, no, hey, no, 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 life, I, I know what I deserve or not, and I, I want approval, but I want it in a certain, a certain package. It better be a five foot ten blonde, or I'm not taking it. I'm not accepting any kind of other approval. And so, and so we play God. The head plays God a lot, and then you starve. And when you're starving, and you get to the point of fuck it. You're, gonna, you're apt to do almost anything, which is to get loaded again for some of us who are addicted to alcoholism, others it's another addiction, and then they go fall back into the same pattern. Because what's the, what, what's the use? You know? Well, there is a solution to all this, man. It's right where we're sitting. It's just the mind is resting on a point of reference that is... It isn't correct. It's, it doesn't represent what you are and all the possibilities that you are. It gives you a very limited of possibilities, and it stretches you into this little, like, you know, the racks they used to use in the Middle Ages when they tortured people. You'd be in there, and they'd have a guy, you know, pulling your thing and pulling this. <laughs> you know, well, the mental state has you in time, has you suck way back in the past, and then, oh, it's in the future. So you're like, oh, oh, oh. this is pretty good isometric. Oh, pulling the, oh, 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 So you're here seemingly now, but I bet you if we had a little gauge that we could hook up to you, we would find that you're probably not. I would say maybe 68% of you is checked out right now. Because, <laughs> and that's a conservative estimate. I'm having some compassion. But I bet you, if you're devoted to the thought system, you'll be holding to the past and to the future. Where oh, this moment is seen only as an opportunity to think about the past and the future. So what allows this to happen is an important thing, because if you can see it, 
you've had a quality of what you really are as evidence in your day. You are the seeing, you are the awareness, you are not a thing, you're what's looking through a thing. Yeah? You are not, you did not start at a certain date and time and geographical location, and you're not going to end at a certain date and time and a geographical location. Yeah? You are, even if you want to use the term energy, energy, they, they obviously come to the conclusion, can't be created nor destroyed, it just changes shapes. Yeah? So energy, well we're beyond the energy, we're the awareness of the energy. Yeah? So that awareness is the built-in immunity to the thought system. Because no matter what's going on, every thought is inevitably brought to you by awareness. If you weren't aware, you wouldn't notice the thoughts because they're very subtle things. You wouldn't see them coming down Geary Street. Yeah? You don't see them usually showing up. They're sort of like a, an invisible effect that goes by, seemingly. But the awareness is so acute, it can see things that don't even have a form. Yeah? You're that. You're that awareness. So, when I'm seeing something, and let's say I see something else, and I see something else, and I see something else, and all day I see maybe thousands of different things, yeah, and shades of different things, or shades of the same thing, the one quality that was in all the seeing was the seeing, not the things. I'm not seeing the same thing all fucking day, but it's the seeing that's the same all day. What difference is this thing to the things I see? Just because it doesn't look like I'm having the experience of seeing me, you sure are. You're having the experience of seeing this right now. So this is just another thing along the giant stream of things. But everything, for it to even have an acknowledgement of being a thing, has to be in the context of awareness, or it would never dawn on a thing to know it's a fucking thing. That's the common denominator I think we're missing, because our interest and attention is on the moving numbers above it, constantly on the numbers. And then we have a little mental account and try to make, you know, count the numbers to see if we've accrued enough value, maybe to, you know, have that extra slice of pizza tonight or watch a movie or maybe, you know, just it has you working on the loom of the mental story all day and then, okay, you're doing good, Paul. What did you do? I made money today. I did this today. I called the cops on that person, that neighbor, because they were doing something that's not socially. All right, yes. I feel so good about myself. Any way you paint it, it's slavery. Simple as that. It's slavery. If you have an urge just to be here now, and it seems like tons of events are conspiring for that not to be available, you got to see your role in it all. You know that you're playing a big role here. There is no thing called an illusion that's imposing its will on you. There's no this or that. We're in complete 
alignment with what's happening. Nothing could be noticed unless we were there to notice it. Yeah? We are the reality. You can see it very easily. Look at your daily experience, and they would term it a subjective experience. So, if you come to an event like this, there's, let's say, for the audience in the internet, there's 340 people here tonight. Huge, basic, typical crowd, actually smaller than usual. All of us here in this place would have an experience of this event, yeah? yet they would all be different. So the event isn't real enough to impose its meaning on you. You give it the meaning it has. Yeah? And in fact, nothing in this whole world can impose its meaning on you unless you allow it to, by believing it to be so. I'm the cause of all the causeless effects. I'm the cause of all the causeless effects. I've unleashed the whole story because I took myself to be the main character, Paul. And I'm continually taking myself to be Paul. I'm identified as one I'm not. And in this statement, it's described beautifully in The Course of Miracles, is that you and I are the dreamer of this dream. We're dreaming this whole event. And this is a dreamt object in it. It's not you as this is dreaming. It's you as mind is dreaming. Yeah? So you and I are dreaming this dream. And we forgot that. And we're actually forgetting we're the dreaming of this dream. And in that state of being, for, being forgetful, which is produced by remembering what you're not, the thought system is providing that opportunity to constantly remember what you're not. In the remembering of what I'm not, to be me, this person, this Paul, this body, that is how I forget that I'm the dreamer. Yeah? In that state, the dreamer, through the dreamt object that's identified as, gives everything the meaning it has. And now, the meaning I've given things can come back and bite me in my imagined ass. But it's, I'm telling you, I bet you every, every person's life on this planet could be diagrammed every day with that statement. Yeah. Something seems so real when you're not feeling good, let's say this seems as real as real could be, you know? I hate this fucking thing, whatever it is, you know? It's not a bottle usually, it's about a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. All right? Or, or a boss or, you know, who's ever employed here, not many of us probably. So, it's the boss. So I really hate this person because they're imposing shit on me probably, all right? Then the next day you feel really good and suddenly the boss had this huge transformation. Oh yeah, I like that guy. He's fine. Yeah. Then the next day you're not feeling, well, I fucking hate this fucking, this thing is a fucking problem. What the hell is it? Is it a problem or isn't it a problem? Or is it neither? Or is it what it's always going to rely on the meaning you've given it? You supersede every fucking thing here. You can supersede torture. People have been tortured and they won in a sense. You know? There was Tibetan monks that after the Chinese took over Tibet, they were thrown in prisons for 20 years, tortured, and they just had, their minds were pretty damn awake, so they just chilled out. 
<laughs> they could outshine the circumstances and the situation they were in because we can outshine the circumstances and the situations that we're in. They didn't have an exceptional gift. They were just accessing it more than us. Yeah? They had woken up to the dream and they were soaring with... They were, they were in the process of withdrawing all their belief in everything and letting it be put where it could be put by a power greater than it. You know? So you and I can outshine circumstances and situations. Like my girlfriend had colon cancer. And so she, in a lot of thoughts, she may have thought, no, 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 but she had the ability to outshine it, and she did. Yeah. This is what happens. But what usually happens is we don't recognize it as an innate quality, yeah? We think that we did it somehow, and that's why it's not accessible, because the thing that believes that you did it also believes that you can't do it. Yeah? It usually believes that you did it after the event occurred. It usually believes you can't do it when it doesn't seem to be occurring. <laughs> But if you see other people demonstrate something, why put them in a special category? They're just mirroring something you already know inside. That's the whole point of a message, is somebody, some of us in this room, sit with a certain certainty, and that certainty is contagious to other minds, because there aren't any other minds. There's just one mind fracturing to all these possibilities, and what one mind knows, all minds know. Yeah. We just maybe busily forgetting by remembering what we're not all day. Taking ourselves to be a body and going to such absurd lengths that we try to become spiritual as a body. Instead of recognizing, hey, I may not be a body, maybe you'll find out that you're spiritual. That you are of the nature of no-thingness more than the nature of thingness. Maybe the nature of thingness right now is just a, a little stop. It's like the Holiday Inn that the no-thingness has moved through for a very short period of time. Eighty years is nothing, really, if you look at space and time. It's actually nothing. And it may seem for eighty years with a lot of huffing and puffing that you're this, you're this, you're this, but you're going to exhaust and the body's going to end and then the mind will be free of it there. And it will realize, hey, nothing ever fucking happened because nothing ever did. Yeah. See, you ever see a dead body that you used to know? I had the, the direct hit on it when I was about nine. I had, a, you know, one of these older, these older adults that come to the gambling and drinking party my parents had, and everyone was called an uncle or an aunt. So this guy, Uncle Fred, I liked him a lot because he used to always pass me a buck behind his back. Don't tell your mom, you know, give me money. Okay. So I really like Uncle Fred. So Uncle Fred passed away, he died. So my mother took me to the wake and at the open casket, and she says, you want to say goodbye to Uncle Fred? Which I really didn't want him. You know. <laughs> she dragged me there, and I looked into the casket, and I had a direct hit. That ain't Uncle Fred. Yeah. I was claiming it to be Uncle Fred while Uncle Fred was moving through the body, but when Uncle Fred had vacated the body, it was definitely not Uncle Fred. 
The only reason why I kept calling it the body because I was calling the same spirit as this body. But I had an instantaneous hit. Of course it got overwhelmed as I kept growing, but I mean, in that second, I was as awake and as aware as you could ever be based on that basic possibility. You know, we're not that. Yeah? All the feelings that the body conveyed to me inferring Uncle Fred weren't from the body. The body was like the brush that the artist used. Do you say the brush does the painting? Would you claim the brush did the painting for an artist? What is this but a form of expression being used to like trace things, do all these things? But what's the hand, like the the non-hand hand that's behind it all? Why would you want to be the brush when you can be the artist? You'll actually experience both. You'll experience the brushness, but you'll be that. Yeah? The body is the, is the interface for experiences. But why do we keep claiming it's the thing that's having the experience? If the body was asleep or knocked out in an operation, it has no idea. And if your head was knocked out, you have no idea of what's going on. There needs to be awareness or consciousness to have a life. The body isn't sufficient. Consciousness is the engagement here. It's called conscious contact. That means conscious contact isn't you and I, it's consciousness. Consciousness is in contact through this interface. But the mental state, the mental process, with its little sentience, decides that when an action occurs, there must be an actor. When thinking occurs, there must be a thinker. When feelings occur, there must be a feeler. When the whole world, the whole life is feeling, it's verbing, there's no noun at all. It's only in the mental realm that there's a stop to things, and you're separate and independent, long-lasting, and you're removed from living, and you now become the one who's living. And in that sense of being the ones who's living, usually you're apt to experience a life of just dying. Dying to all the wonder and awe you had when you were a kid. Dying to all the spontaneity and immediacy. Dying and dying and dying and dying. Just see if you're really who you think you are. See it. If you, if you saw a thought or heard a thought without it being held as yours or about you, the thought would lose its influence over you because it's your influence that you've given it by being the thinker of it. Yeah? You would lose interest and then you'd be guided by something other than thought in life. If you need it for work, you'd have them. When the work was done, the thoughts would recede. You'd just be on, and you'd be aware of being on. Awake to being awake. 
You wouldn't have to fight to get into the moment. You realize you can't be out of a moment. There's not one moment in your life you've been out of, ever. Then why are we trying so hard to get into what we can't be out of? It's insanity. And the same thing, trying to get out of self, you can't be in self. When you see it's not you, you realize how it appears to be you is in and out. Close and far, connected, disconnected, high and low, happy, sad. All the identifications of these dualistic polarities, we, and we claim to be the axis. We're the one who's sad and happy. We're the one who's connected and disconnected. There is no one. There's just there's the feeling of... It's not even a feeling. Do you, how can you tell a feeling is a feeling of disconnectedness? It's a, what the thought tells you. That, oh, that, I've seen that before. That's disconnected. It could be you need to take a shit. You know, you have some gas in your colon. Oh, that's, I'm disconnected. I remember when I got sober from years and years of drug addiction, I would start having these feelings, and I thought they were like metaphysical, profound, you know, revelatory, pregnant moments. All I needed was a bologna sandwich. I'm hungry. <laughs> I, called, I gave, I gave the, the feeling of hunger a huge fucking meaning that wasn't even close to what it was. And therefore, my solution, I would have starved when it was only like a 50 cents bologna sandwich I needed. But oh, oh, this, this feeling is so, so it's disconnected. I feel disconnected. Give me your fucking brain. You have no clue what you feel. You think you know what you feel. I feel disconnected. Well, how does that feel? Well, it's the opposite of connected. Well, how does that feel? <laughs> it's just a whimsical making up. And we, we put so much sincerity in the belief of it, it doesn't make it so. You tell me what is... Tell me, oh, oh, just disconnected just happened in you, I see. All right, let's study what it feels like. All right, there was just, no, I didn't know I did it. Disconnected, disconnected. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> It was just a stream of feelings going on, but I knew this one. That's disconnected. And then, oh, suddenly, oh, connected's back. Oh, no, only disconnected. Maybe it's just sensation. You know, little octaves going up and down, frequencies. But there's a baseline that never changes. You know, put yourself on that string and let it reverberate. And then everything you've been looking for, you will find right where you are with no freaking requirement necessary at all times. It's always available. As long as you are here, the solution you really are looking for is here. Because the solution is right where you are. How could it not be? If it has the quality of everywhere, there's no freaking place in everywhere you can escape from everywhere. We've tried it. I tried it with drugs. And I thought I could transcend this place. But I forgot a very important thing. You cannot transcend an imaginary place. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave an imaginary place. What I wanted to get out of was being made up in my fucking head. <laughs> so, 
Start with your thoughts, simply. Start with a couple of thoughts. Let's say maybe you're sitting here and then you're worrying about next week. Or there's an assumption you're doing it. So there's worrying about next week. Ask, use this little thing. It's called self-inquiry. could be helpful. Just ask who it is, who is it that's worrying about next week? No opinion about worrying about next week, nor next week. No opinion about that. No judgment about worrying, nothing. Just ask a simple question. Who is it? Who is it that's worrying about next week? All right, so you turn your, the attention, instead of going out you know, into next week, it just goes back this way. All right? Okay, so then probably the end will go, it's me. All right, don't buy that one. Just ask it, all right, who's this me? Sit there and see if anyone shows up. Demand to have a word with yourself. <laughs> Let's see. Demand it. I'm not leaving here until I meet the fucking big goomba here. Uh, uh, he's not. He's out. It's lunch. Oh no! I'll sit here all day. No, see if anyone shows up. Say, oh, here I am. I've just been playing with you. And you. I'm really sorry. I thought so much. No, see. Feel what it's like to stop the fucking train of thought. See what it's like to get off of that carousel ride, you know, with the bogus brass ring. There's no gold ring available. See what it's like to be in a pause where the agitation and the insanity making stops or you just lose enough interest in it so it seems like it's not going on because it isn't, yeah? And maybe just honor that for a second or two, you know? Maybe you can use a breath to sort of conjure it up, but after a while you won't have to do a damn thing because it's you. What most of us are sorely missing in our lives is what we are. We're sorely missing. We have a giant longing for what we are. We maybe pin it on another person or another place. I'd love to go back to Australia. But deep and down, it's probably you're missing what you are, basically. Because we're so busy being who we are, which we're not, all that activity is causing us a seeming displacement from what we are. And I think that's what I was sorely missing. I gave its reappearance huge names called enlightenment and awakening. But basically, it's just the contentment that breeds an ease and comfort in your life, inside your own body, and then in your circumstances. Really. Wherever it comes, it brings the light with it. It's not looking for light. It's not a path to illumination. It's, it illuminates every path. Yeah. It's not the it's not the you know the pot of gold at the end end of the rainbow. It's what's seeing the rainbow. Yeah, so finally, you find something reliable in you, and then through that you see what was unreliable, which is the failed system of thought and interpretation called self-centeredness. A new captain comes on board the SS Paul, and then you start going to better, better destinations. <laughs> More tranquil waters, you know. Yeah, your pursuit of happiness turns into a leisurely walk because you have something that you've been looking for, right available right now. 
can't get arrested for it yet. Maybe down the road you will. Uh, you don't have to re-up. You don't have to buy it off for anyone and listen to their life story to get a little bit of what you need. None of that. Truly, truly, truly worthy of reliability. Always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary. Other than when, other than the ones you hope to be real to you. So if you really feel you need to do something, you better do it, because that's how you've set it up. After a while, you realize, I need to do nothing, and if you stand on that, it will prove to be true. You won't need to do anything anymore except what's in front of you and what you need to do to live as an action figure. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't come to this meeting like I don't have a get ready room and then a go room and then come in here like I did, you know, breathing exercise of three hours. It was at a thrift store buying a flannel shirt. Come in here. It says, no, just, I'm not, I don't have to prep for this. I have total faith in mind. Yeah. This mind and this seat assignment has used this opportunity over and over again. Uh, yeah, this has become a mute point to the action figure. It just realizes its seat assignment, which has nothing to do with it. <laughs> And I listen just as much as anybody, and I've been to every fucking meeting I've ever given. And the only reason why I gave them all is because I wasn't there to begin with. <laughs> Try that one on. <laughs> but it's true. If, it was, if I thought I was doing this, I'd find reasons why I shouldn't be doing it. I don't have enough creds to do it. I was mean to someone three hours ago. How could I do this? <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. Nor does anything in your life really have anything to do with you, in a sense. <laughs> Not as you think. No way. So, if the thought system starts becoming under-attended and weakened because it's your juice that's giving it its power, then obviously your interest attention will be freed from the slavery of yesterday and tomorrow, and maybe it will be enriching your moment now. Yeah? In other words, you'll actually not only be alive, but you'll be alive to that, so to speak. Yeah? You'll be on, and you'll know you're on. Sweet. Yeah. What happened? She went to see another speaker down the road, you know. She wanted and she needed a boost. So, any questions tonight? Seriously, I'm willing to answer them tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I found some really good mileage in listening. Um, I guess meditation really just like listening. And, um, then sometimes I get confused around this idea of being with this this thought system and um, sort of like allowing it and um, allowing presence of both the external and the internal, like whatever's happening there. And um, it can quickly become like a self obsession thing, where like, oh, I haven't been listening to my thoughts enough lately. They need my attention. Um, and so it's sort of well. Don't you see that as a thought? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 
So just let the lens open up wider, and then you'll see you, you'll see that your observation about a thought is also a thought usually. Yeah. So it's like this, really, in a way. Let's say this is definitely me. Yeah. So now I've defined the possibilities of life as something that happens to me. So the real there will be realizations, yes, but they'll still be like this. Yeah, I'll be the solid real someone, and then the real, and then I'll have realizations which could turn me into a spiritual person. <laughs> so, all right. So now I'm a spiritual person, and you know, then you know the loving gaze comes, or maybe who knows. But whatever. So I have these realizations, and they're valid realizations. Like you see, oh, like when I first did acid, you know, I saw, you know, the, you'd have this hit that everyone's a plastic person. Of course, you weren't, but everyone else is plastic, you know, because you're always saved as a special someone. It's fucking mind boggling. So that's what happens with realizations. The realizations are tainted by the idea of the one who has them. Yeah. Yeah. But this thing is a tricky message because what it does is it appears like a realization you're having, but oops, it goes like this, oops, <laughs> and then you see this from the realization. Instead of seeing the realization from this, you see this from the realization. Right. Yeah. So now there's no whatever thought arises it is here. It's clear. Yeah. And you're not here. So the thoughts, the thoughts want to like, they, the thoughts are like, uh, want to put a flagpole in and say, all right, this is me and I've seen all this. But if you see it a few times, you'll realize you're always behind the camera and there's no thought there. <laughs> there's no thought saying, hey, I'm behind the camera. I finally made it. No, all the thoughts are in front of the camera. Yeah. It's just like, here you are, this is space, this is space, but what happens is the thoughts want to claim this space. But every time the thoughts claim this space, the space that's all around it is still there seen. Never, never to be fucking claimed. Never to be claimed. Yeah. So that's what happens. Boom. So this is spirituality in a way was comfortable because I, it had a lot to do with me. You know, I could sit for 13 hours and meditate and fucking lose 20 pounds in two weeks on these Thai retreats. I couldn't fucking believe them. They had these monks, you know, in Thailand, they, every, every male has to be a monk for three months, you know. It's just sort of like in Israel, you have to be in the army. But there, so, and a lot of them aren't drawn to the monkhood. It's like something they have to do. So the temple I was at for this retreat, the kids were, you know, teenagers. They had motorbikes and big ghetto blasters, and they had these huge fucking professional slingshots. And the little cootie, the little house I had was had a, like a tin roof siding, and all you hear doing it, they'd be shooting rocks as you're sitting there, supposedly in deep meditation, hitting the house. <laughs> And they'd be outside smoking cigarettes with their friends, but with the monk stuff on. But, so you see them, I'm going into deep peace. It's like the universe just playing a joke on you. 
I'm almost there. If they just, if everything, everything is so quiet, what? <laughs> this is like being very relaxed, an open lens, not focused, not concentrated, and very flexible so it can move. Yeah, not rigidly fundamental or this and that, but open so it can move. And it captures a lot more this way than focus and intent. Yeah? You've already recognized your intention. You've been pulled. Yeah? You don't have to do any more. You're in the current and you just open. So it's truly available at all times. Now, if you want to tweak it, Try to. <laughs> if you don't want to tweak it, I find like huge disinterest in stuff is really great. Yeah. My interests are very mundane. It's, it's very, I mean, really. New York Yankees, you know, thrift stores, movies, metaphysical questions. There's no need. You know, the every answer you have isn't the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. This goes on. I better not say any more. <laughs> Sorry, it's too much. Too much was revealed, baby. <laughs>